Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. We're exactly um, one. How many days are we away from the next basketball game today? They're about two, three days away from the next basketball game. So we are excited to see what happens at Reed Green this coming Thursday. But before we start talking basketball, I need to bring in that oh-so-loving, oh-so-wonderful, oh-so-funny co-host of mine, Mr. King Brady. What is up? What's happening, Chuck? I started wondering if y'all replaced me as a co-host with that introduction. Well, we haven't You're being yet, a little over-the-top. <laughs> Well, you got to build people up every now and then. I started you know, thinking you were like, oh, so wonderful. Oh, so the oh, so wonderful, <laughs> all that. I started thinking, dang, gone. They replaced what? me. Well, I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be in a, in a good mood. There you go. New Year's resolution. I want to say this, Chuck. I love our intro. I love our intro music this time around. I'm telling you, man, the music, I just, you start dancing a little bit, the little background music, and then our, our good friend Joseph with the, the voiceover. I mean, what what could you ask for? Yeah, more? we really upped the game. I like it a lot, man. Definitely. I do. Yes. Like, I, every time it plays, when we get started, I sit over here and I just think to myself, I think, self, I really like this music. Uh, and we all yes he does talk to himself audience he does and he will answer himself as well sometimes (laughs) (laughs) well Well, if you want to have an intelligent conversation right 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 king brady you have brought in a fellow king um to be our guest host tonight so i'm gonna let you introduce him all right i have brought in Yes, we have more than one king on the show tonight, guys. This one's an actual real king, though. His birth certificate says it. I've brought in a, a guy that I've seen at many Southern Miss sporting events, Wade King. Welcome to the show, Wade. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited tonight to compete for the mantle of the one and true king of the Everyday Eagles. Well, Wade, we got some questions we like to ask all our guests, and uh, since you're our guest tonight, we'd love to ask you these questions. So, the first one is, what makes you an everyday eagle? Well, you know, I don't know if there's too much that sets me apart from your everyday eagle fan. Um, you know, I grew up in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. My dad was a professor at USM, so growing up, instead of being on playground, I would find myself rolling around the hallways and classrooms of Southern Miss in an office chair. So I love sports. I've grown up at Southern Miss, so that was kind of a match made in heaven. Is this like a goodwill hunting situation? Were you a genius by the time you were done doing that? I feel like that that uh, answer will vary with different people. So <laughs> I would like to say yes. I don't think others would. Well, there you go. In my mind, you became a genius by walking the halls. So that's what it is. So. We got the sounds good to me. Goodwill hunting guy here, guys. Uh, what department did your did your dad teach him? 
So for a little while, he was the dean of business at Southern Miss. So he was in the business law sector. Very cool. All right. And then the next question we like to ask all our guests is, uh, what is your favorite Southern Miss moment? Man, there's so many good memories that come to mind when I think about all the Southern Miss moments. Um, you know, being a Southern Miss fan, you've got a lot of situations where the cards didn't quite fall your way or something you wish would have gone a different way. But I would have to go with, and I know there's a little bit of recency bias here, but I would have to go when we knocked off LSU in the Hattiesburg region. Just seeing Tyler Stewart rifle in that last strike and seeing him throw his glove in the air and the dog pile right on the field, man, it was just it was just gave me goosebumps to this day. I mm-hmm. sometimes still look up the highlights on YouTube and just watch it and relive it. I do too, man. What a great moment that was too. And uh beautiful moment. Wade, we're in like a group message. It's a group message called Eagle Ball. Giving a shout out to our boys here, right, Wade? The group message called Eagle Ball was some uh that's right. Other fellow Southern Miss fans. I feel like that group message was on a just emotional roller coaster that whole weekend. <laughs> and then finally, oh, we yeah. got the final strikeout. Everybody was just, you know, the thing blew up. We were all fired up. It was, it was a good time, man. Oh, yeah. To this day, I don't remember anything else that happened that weekend. Yeah. Other than just the, I mean, that was, I do the remember. pure joy that washed over me. I do remember counting a pitcher's footsteps. I do remember that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> what a great weekend that was. Hopefully we'll have a lot more of those kind of weekends coming our way soon. Oh, yes, absolutely. All right. And then, Chuck, I think you had some questions you wanted to ask him, too. I do, uh, Wade. And um, thanks for coming on the show, man. We're excited to have you. Uh, what do you do for a living? So I just graduated from Southern Miss. So I. I graduated in December of 2022. Uh, I graduated with my degree in psychology. And so right now I work at a pediatric clinic for kids with autism. And so that's kind of the bridge between now and hopefully what will become uh, me being in the master's program at Southern Miss. So hopefully I will continue to be a Southern Miss Golden Eagle for a few more years, rent a few more years of getting free tickets to games. Nice, nice. So you... uh... You got your undergrad in psych. Are you going to go back and get your master's in counseling or, or what do you think? Yeah? Yes. Yes. That's, that's the dream. You know, Southern Miss has got a great counseling program. Do. And so if I was able to get back into Southern Miss, I think, I think that would be great. Absolutely, man. Um, I got my undergrad from Southern Miss in, in psychology. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. We're twins. Yeah. On the podcast, no with two no. psychology guys, man, I'll bet. This is just a thrill for y'all. I'm like a real life <laughs> experiment here for y'all. A real life. I know. Experiment. I have to log some clinical hours. <laughs> right the there, you go. there you this go. This is what crazy looks. Who like. calls himself King Brady? I, King Brady. <laughs> well, somebody has to call you that. Somebody, you know. That's right. That's awesome. That's right. In fairness, it did started out as a joke. Chuck's the one who made it keep going. But right. <laughs> uh, well, guys, pay. Pete, a couple weeks ago, well, it was a few weeks, it was probably a month ago, posted, he made a social media post, the tech guru himself, and said we wanted to start up a new segment called a mailbag segment, where people can send Chuck and I any question, I guess, about ourselves. Is that kind of the rule here, Chuck? Uh, yeah, questions about ourselves or, or, or the show. 
Yeah, just any generalized question. Doesn't have to be about Southern Miss sports or anything. Just anything they want us to answer. I feel like we kind of opened the door there for some crazy stuff. But Pate, according to Pate, we actually have some uh, some people who have responded. So let's bring in the tech guru himself, Pate. Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up, Pate? Pate, the mailman staggered. That's right. <laughs> That's right. There you go. All right. Yeah, we got a we got a couple of questions here that I'm actually very curious to know the answers to. The first question that we got was from Thomas Green. He wrote to us on Facebook, and he asked about Lane's uh, obsession with ocean. <laughs> His obsession with uh, ocean spray uh, cranberry sauce. So, kind of unpack that for us, Lane. Like, where did that all start? Well, okay. So, it was a cold day, November. Uh, I was a child. Picture it, and... Sicily, 1942. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> I really don't know where it started. I just always, we always had it whenever I was a kid. I don't, I guess you could say obsession because I'm the one who took a picture and sent it to Pate and said, post this on the social media page and let the listeners know I got my cranberry sauce. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, it, it stems from a deep rooted, pure enjoyment of jello, I believe. As a child, I loved jello. I wouldn't say I was obsessed with it, but I did. And then we get to like Thanksgiving and Christmas time and it's like, oh, this is like jello with fruit in it. So it's like healthy jello. And then I ate it and I liked it. I don't know. There's something about the texture and the taste of it. I just grew to be a fan of it. So Well, I know what I I'm getting you for a, your birthday, that's for sure. That is I mean <laughs> to be fair here, it's not like an obsession to the point that like I I don't know. I get. I, I feel like I'm digging a hole here. But yeah, it uh, you know, I think it comes from a deep rooted love of Jello that uh, kind of turned into cranberry sauce at, at the good holidays. So yeah, well, there you go. Just, That's it. We're not as psychology majors. Wade and I aren't going to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> He's having like Chuck, Chuck and Wade both have their notebooks. <laughs> Look, and, and I'll uh, tell you, I've got my legal pad ready. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, man, like the, the picture on Christmas Day literally came from we had just like got the cranberry sauce. We got it out of like the bag, like my family came over, brought food. And that was one of the things they brought. And I pulled it out and laughed at it and looked at my mom and said, you're not going to believe this. But we just talked about this on the show last week. And I said, I'm going to take a picture and send it to the guys. And that's where that that post <laughs> came from. I wouldn't say it's an obsession, like but it is my favorite food around the holidays. And it comes from a enjoyment of Jello, I believe, and the uh, belief that it's healthy because it says cranberry in it. Yeah, that's oh, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas, for, uh, for opening that can of worms or a can of cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that crit. <laughs> Right, and then we also got a uh, a second listener question from a guy named Jay. He actually emailed the show and asked, "So this is for Chuck and Lane. Are there any 
Landon Harper-esque man crushes that you guys have going into the oh, 2023 God. baseball season coming up? <laughs> Old Landon well, let's, Harper. Let's, I'm sure we got a few. Landon Harper. We miss him already. He was a good yeah. one. We, you yeah. know, you know, Lane and I last year would joke about how we had a man crush on Landon Harper just because he was a, you know, he was a beast closer, you know, the regular season and and stuff like that. Uh, gosh, well, we haven't yeah. seen the team play yet, but I would though because around the time right. around the time we started this podcast up, Landon Harper had just gone off in like multiple games. And we get on and right. just start raving about mm-hmm. him like the first or second episode. And next thing you know, the running joke is that we have a man crush on him. It was like the perfect Harper for us to both have right. the same one fan of. But I will tell you, so, Jay, the uh, person I'm probably most excited to see play new- newbie-wise is uh, going to be our starting center fielder, Edsel. Um, I've just heard and seen a lot of good things from him. So... I'm going to say that I'm going to go ahead and give my man crush, pre, my preseason man crush award goes to Etzel and, uh, and center field. But we'll see. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if we're going to have the same one. Again, if you were to ask my wife right now this question, she would probably say Tanner Hall because, like, for me, because, like, the other day I was trying to find mm-hmm. a way to custom make a Tanner Hall, like, Team USA jersey. I told y'all about wearing the same shirt every time he pitched last year. He pitched good in it the first time I wore it. The Austin 316 one, you know. And uh, yeah. Mm. so, yeah, she would probably say Tanner Hall just because I have the most superstitious stuff with him. Um, I like it. But I'll say this. After seeing the way Hall and Dickerson both went after Waldrop after he said he was transferring, they could both. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it would take for me to not like them anymore. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. like they are, I'm a huge fan of both of them, man. I don't know. They could, they could probably rob my car right now and I would still be a massive fan of theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they just, they, uh, I'm a big fan of those two guys. So I guess it'd be there. You know, if you went by what my wife said, it'd probably be Tanner Hall. So I guess I'll go with that one. Cause I, I well, actually, I, I was telling her the other day I was going to order a Southern Miss jersey with Tanner Hall on it, and she uh, and she looked at me and she said, "You're that that might be a little on the creepy side," and so I'm pretty sure that's nah. Just a big. Well, you know, I think we would be remiss if we didn't give uh, Wade a chance to answer that question. Um, Wade, do you have a a preseason man crush? Yeah, Wade. Well, you know, you kind of took mine there with saying Etzel. I mean, I feel really excited about him. But, you know, Lane, or sorry, King Brady, you said uh, some key words when recalling your previous story. You said it was a bit of a perfect storm. Oh, yeah. And so I think that kind of points me to the direction of one of our team captains this year, Justin Storm. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You know, he... Hey, I want to see if he continues to come out and play such a vital role that he did when we took down LSU. You know, I can I could see him stepping up and filling a huge role and a big mystery into what's coming up in our 2023 Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Like it. That, uh, I like it. I like it. You know that uh, Mikey Montuk show they talked about after that game? He said, <laughs> Mikey Montuk literally said, 
That was like a bullpen guy for Southern Miss. He would have been our ace if he was an LSU. <laughs> you know, like, he's, yeah. He's a, yeah. That was before they went out and bought, bought everything. They did. They bought a lot. Uh, since Pate's on, why don't we give Pate a, a chance to answer as well, since he didn't get to talk a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I really can't... Uh, I mean... I hate to steal yours, Chuck, but, you know, Etzel, I mean, the kid, wasn't he, like, ranked, like, number one JUCO player Number in the one nation? JUCO transfer, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Transfer, just coming in there, like, it, I mean, that that's just crazy to me, just to think, uh, you know, where this kid's going. And um, I'm also really excited to see uh, Parker, Tate Parker, to get out there and mm-hmm. just can't wait to see him swing a bat. You know, he broke uh, Pearl River Community College's record. What was it, 19? 19 home Something runs like that, last yeah. year? Yeah. Something like that. And if and if I'm wrong, Dirty's going to call me out on it. But Yeah, you know, Dirty, um, Dirty will call you. So that, that's kind of where I'm 19 home runs, 18 right. stolen bases, and a 450 bat in okay. Nice. All right, all right. Yeah. So th- those are the two that I'm most excited about. Well, is there any more questions in the mailbag? No, that'll be it for today. All right. Well, listeners, All keep right. sending right. them. But if anyone would like to, yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to send in more questions, please feel free to send them in. You can send them to us on Facebook or send them on our website. We'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes. If anyone wants to send in any questions for, for us, we'll be glad to answer them on the show. All right, uh, Lane. I'm going to turn it back over to you. Yeah. Thanks, mailman Pate. Yeah. Thank you, Pate. Well, I guess we're ready to. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Uh, Well, I guess we're ready to head into the uh, next segment of the show where we unpack men's basketball over the past week. So we will do this by revving up the old holy cow segment and getting this thing going. Holy cow! My holy cow is going to be a collection of holy cows, um, I, especially from the last game against. Um, dang it! Just left me. Who did we play just two nights ago? Oh, uh, James Madison. Dang it, James Madison. Gosh, for James some, Madison. I was stuck on South Alabama. Yeah, so twenty points of our eighty-three come from the bench. So when you have a bench that is it, that's playing their heart out and you know scoring two, four, six uh points off the bench per player, you know, I think that's awesome. Um so I'm going to give it to, you know, especially like Ivory went off, I think he may have had eight or nine points. Um so he was a majority of those 20, but you know, for bench players to come off the bench cold um and to put up, you know, 20 points, that's that's huge. I mean, that, given, you know, time for Hase and Pinkney and all them to rest, I mean, that's just, that's going to be key down the stretch is, is having your bench players um, putting up some points. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Ivory and the rest of the bunch. What about you, Wade? Who would you consider your Holy Cow player to be? Man, you know, I think there are so many guys on this Southern Miss team over the past two-game stretch that would deserve some time in the spotlight. 
Um, but I think for my holy cow moment of the week has got to go to the return and the resurgence of Neftali Alvarez. I mean, that guy is an absolute firecracker on the court. You know, Coach Ladner described him as an elite athlete, and I really think that in that James Madison game on Saturday, his his stuff was put on display. You know, he's kind of similar to a, a Mo Arnold kind of guy where, you know, you look at his stat sheet and it's not exactly going to wow you with his numbers or his points that he puts up. But if you were there, if you were in Reed Green Stadium on Saturday, you saw exactly what the hype was all about, why we're so amped to get this guy back. You know, we could see in the South Alabama game on Thursday that he was trying to get back in the swing of things and knock some of that rust off. But, man, he got it going against James Madison. It was electric in that building. He is really fun to watch play. Really fun. Like, everybody kept saying all season, you know, wait, like, when's this guy coming back? When's he coming back? And I kept wondering, like, you know, what's, what's with all the hype on this dude? Man, did he deliver. I mean, that's a good one, Wade. He's 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 special. He's feisty. He's gritty on that oh, defensive yeah. front. You know, you there were there were points in that James Madison game where you know we're playing full court press for you know ten minutes straight. You just see the James Madison players have to take a deep breath before oh, they yeah. take that ball out. Well, that leaves it with me and to me, guys. My holy cow player, holy cow, DeAndre Payne. Especially in this game against James Madison, guys. First off, he uh he played his most minutes he's played all season with 36. He scored the most points he scored all season with 28. Yeah, 28. Impressive. And uh he tied his most assist on the season with five, guys. What a what a great game he had. Just really played hard. Um, you know, to put it in perspective. The next highest point score was Crowley with 14. So he doubled the next highest point score in that game. So Pinckney really, to me, took over that James Madison game. So good job by him. He's a great dude, too, from what I've heard and everything I've seen. And a couple times I've talked to him, man, he's a good one. You know, he's kind of been in the program a while. and It's good to see it pay off for him. So... Some other notables here from the from the week. Uh Austin Crowley. You gotta mention him, right? He scored uh against James Madison. He had 14 points. Denaje Harris had 10 points against James Madison. I say had nine against James Madison. So those guys really played well. You mentioned Donovan Ivory earlier. He played well. Chuck, I thought Tyler Mormon played well in the time that he got to play. Um you know, and then when you look at the South Alabama game, um, to me, the, the standouts from that game for us, um, you know, Crowley obviously scoring 25 against them. Big game for him. And then, Chuck, you called it. You said your boy Hase was going to hang 20. He didn't quite get 20, but he did get 18. He did get 18. So, big game out of Hase there. Uh, Pinkney scored 18 in that one. So, you know, that's two big games for him. And then Denajay Harris had 11. So, uh, those guys really had a good week last week and can't wait to see them play this week. So, uh, speaking of can't wait, Chuck, anything, any, anything you or Wade would like to say before we move on to the can't wait segment? I mean, I don't have much, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned in your other notables that, 
you mentioned Najee Harris. I'm I'm so glad you brought him up, man. I feel like he's been a little bit of an unsung hero with his growing improvement and, and the, his impact in games. I feel like it's really going to come into play as we continue to play harder and harder opponents. He had a thunderous dunk against James Madison. Man, yes, electric dunk. Chuck, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I want to add on to Wade's unsung hero, and I want to throw in Mo Arnold. Like, Mo, obviously, you know, he had to score in 15, 20, 25 points a game. But that dude plays his heart out, defense, offense. He steps up shots. He's, you can see him out there directing traffic. Like, Mo Arnold is a team player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good We bragged Absolutely. about him a lot the last few episodes. And he'll probably continue to be bragged about. He's a, he's a good one. So, I get tired oh, just yeah. watching him play that defense. Well. Let's move on into next week, then, the can't wait segment. Let's get that one fired up. Can't wait. So my can't wait is I'm going to continue to uh, focus on, you know, the team as a whole and how they're going to use their strength. And, uh, you know, each individual player, like you know, I was watching them Saturday and you, 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 you know, you see some that are, are louder on the court. You see some directing traffic. You see some that are physical and aggressive and, you know, uh, just clicking on all cylinders. So I, I can't wait to see how that continues to grow. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, boys, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, Thursday night was the biggest crowd in the Ladner era until Saturday. And then that was the biggest crowd in the Ladner area. And I know, Lane, you pick on me all the time because I talk about um, fans in the stand, but I truly believe in college sports, especially that's one of the most important components to college sports is having fans in the stand. So I am, I can't wait to see if we go three for three and break another record in the Loudoun area this coming Thursday. So those are my, my can't wait. What about you, Wade? Well, you know, I think you brought up a lot of things that are the most important things to get excited about. You know, Reed Green, just two years ago, you'd have about 100 fans in the stadium. So now to, to come in on Saturday and host 4,300 is something that's a, that's a sight to behold. And so it's, it's super exciting. The Reed Green Coliseum, I believe wholeheartedly, is the most electric venue on campus when it's full. And so I'm really, really pumped up this next week to see if we continue to build on the people come into the games i think they're give the basketball team's giving the fans a good product to watch and the more we keep winning the more people are going to show up i'm excited for us to transition into uh getting more into the flow of our offense with the return of alvarez so i think there's a lot to look up to you know especially playing this arkansas state team again when you look back last week you know you or two weeks ago you see a score that might made it look like it wasn't that close of a game but at halftime we were tied you know so to continue to play good basketball and implement our new offense and continue with the flow of the game, I think is going to be something that's really cool to watch. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, Alvarez is a game changer, guys. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Wade? He's an absolute game changer. He is. He is. He is so tenacious on defense, man. He changes oh, yeah. our dynamic. And, and what I like about him is, guys, I it leads me to think he is an unselfish player watching him play because he passes so much for one. He's always looking to get it to somebody else instead of have to take it. Now, he'll take it, 
but he's always trying to find somebody else with a better look than he's got. And then every time our guys do something big, he's out there trying to hype up everybody too. It's not like a look at me, look what I did thing. It's a getting the crowd into it because his teammate did this. I think that's a cool thing to see. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to there there's some specific matchups this week I can't wait to see. Um Arkansas State in particular. Um when you go back and look at the first time we played Arkansas State, guys, uh their leading score was um Avery Felt. Uh that's number two. And Avery Felt, you know, he, he had a big game uh, against us that time. He had 15 points against us. And then after him, Terrence Ford and Omar El-Sheik, I probably said his name wrong, but they were the next two highest scores. But uh, Avery Phelps was their leading scorer against us last time we played them. Uh, that's number two. And I can't wait to see what adjustments we have made to handle him. Um, on the season, he's not necessarily their biggest scorer. You know, he actually had one of the better games he's had this season against us. So uh, their top scorer is actually Caleb Fields, and we held him to way under what he was averaging. Uh, but, you know, they. I look forward to seeing if we fix any mistakes we made, particularly in the first half the last time we played them. Because last time we played Arkansas State, if y'all remember, we went in at the half and it was a tight game, and then we pulled away late. Um, I can't wait to really see if we come out and start strong and if we can get these guys out of their game early. Um, so, uh, guys to watch for in that game would be Caleb Fields is their leading scorer. He's number zero. And then Avery Phelps is the one that had, he had a 15 point game against us last time. He was their leading scorer. That's number two. So to me, those are the two guys to really watch for whenever we play those guys. So. And again, we beat Arkansas State. When was that? Two weeks ago, Chuck? Yeah, I believe so. So, uh, so yeah, I need to keep that going here. And uh, then when we play Texas State, I can't wait to see what the plan is for Mason Harrell. Mason Harrell's number 12. He's their leading scorer. He's got, he averages 16 points a game. That's Crowley-like numbers. Uh, Crowley numbers, my bad. Dang, nabbit. That's Crowley-like numbers, and he also has 21 steals on the season. We know that's kind of been an Achilles heel for us at times, has been turnovers, and they got two guys with 21 steals on their team. So I can't wait to see against Arkansas State how we handle number zero and number two and against Texas State. One, how we handle number 12, and two, can we take care of the ball because they get a lot of turnovers. So... Those are my two can't waits and the and the things to watch for this week in these upcoming games. So, uh, reminder here: we play Arkansas State at home Thursday. That's January twenty sixth, seven o'clock tip off. Uh, it's at Reed Green. We need to pack it out. We need we have forty three hundred fans in the stands, four thousand three hundred on Saturday. Let's hit forty four hundred, baby. <laughs> we just need a hundred more to beat it. You know. Uh, so let's bring some people in. Uh, we got Texas State on Saturday. Uh, that's a two o'clock tip off. These are big games for us because we are still tied for first in the conference. So 
Uh, remember, going into last week, we were in a six-way tie for first. Now it's a three-way tie for first. So three of those teams that we were tied with for first, they, they took another loss. Uh, so right, right now we are tied with Marshall and Louisiana Lafayette for first in the conference. And we'll get our shot at Lafayette at home here in a couple weeks. So really, guys, our few, the, the destiny's in our hands what happens from here so uh big games coming up uh anything else you guys want to talk about for this next week yeah you know these these teams that we're playing uh you know arkansas state you mentioned we kind of pulled away late last time so we were able to handle them but it was close at the beginning you know texas state uh, correct me if i'm wrong there's something like 10 and 11 you know they they don't have a record that blows you away either but you know conference basketball is conference basketball you know, these games are good games regardless. And so it's going to be really, really interesting to see. Like you said, we've got our fate in our hands. I'm excited to see just how Southern Miss shows up. You know, we saw it when we played James Madison on Saturday. We shot our best shooting percentage from the floor we have all season. So I'd be really excited to see if we can continue to shoot 60% yeah. or even higher from yeah, the floor. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be big. It'd be big. So we need to keep the hot hand going. You know, we, uh, we really we were on fire last week shooting that so need to keep that going chuck you got anything to add no i was just gonna say that you know before we started recording lane had said that if we get to 4500 fans at the game that he'll wear the penguin outfit come on man let's show up chuck's gonna keep bringing up this penguin thing until i actually (laughs) have to wear it that's what chuck's gonna do exactly exactly Uh, all right, well, let's talk about some women's basketball here. Chuck's got the uh, rundown of what happened last week and who went uh, for So go ahead, Chuck. Well, no, you know, um, I was just going to say that, you know, last week we went one and one. Um, we went up to App State and handled business 75 to 68. Um, but we lost a heartbreaker. And, and you know, Tim and I were talking. And it Marshall is just a hard place to play. I mean, they their fans are so close to the court, and they're so involved. So the Lady Eagles lost a heartbreaker, fifty three to fifty two, um, on Saturday. Um, but you know what? That's going to happen. I I believe, and I could be wrong, but I think we're still you know first second place in in that division as well. And then. Um, we play at Arkansas State um, Thursday at 7 p.m. and at Texas State Saturday at 4 p.m. So they're away because the guys are at home. And remember, they alternate schedules. Um, but you can probably catch those games on, on ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So feel free to check them out. Root on the Golden Eagles. Um, man, I think it would be baller. I don't I don't know. That's a, a, a lane question since he's our stats guy. Has the men and women's um, basketball teams ever won uh, the conference the same year? I don't know. That's going to take a few minutes of research there. Dang, never. T- I might have to look up past. Right. I, yeah, and we don't have to look it up now. I can't we'll remember. Look it up and fi- yeah, we'll find I, out. Too. I can't remember it ever happening. That's not saying it didn't, but uh-huh. I don't remember that ever happening. Um. Nor do yeah, I. Chuck, you're absolutely right, man. We're tied for second right now, one game behind James Madison in first. 
uh, still a tight race there. Um, your standouts from last week and the, the Lady, uh, Eagles. Lady Eagles. But the Lady Eagles only have ten more games this season, so uh, yeah. Make sure you're you get out there and check out some of them before you miss the chance. Oh yeah. So your standouts in the uh, Appalachian State game for the Lady Eagles, uh, Malia Grayson really had a big night. Uh, she had 15 rebounds, scored 26 points. Big night for her. We talked about last week how Jacoria Bracey really needs to come on scoring-wise. She needs to be that person that uh, takes a lot of pressure off Davis scoring. And she came in with 12 points. And then Dominic Davis scored 11. So those were kind of your leaders against uh, App State in that win. And then uh, in the Marshall game, this is the one we lost. Uh, again, we lost by one point. It was a close one. Uh, Dom Davis was really the big standout there. She had 18 points and three steals. So really big game for her there. So Lauren Gross was the second highest point uh, person in that one with nine. So those were your Lady Eagle standouts from last week. And again, guys, they're in the middle of a heated race right now. We need them to keep rolling. And whenever they come back home, it won't be this week, but next week they'll have some home games. We need to be out there supporting them too. So, Wade, any thoughts on the Lady Eagles? Well, you know, I was just going to say, and in, in, chiming in on Lane there, you know, their games are, are really entertaining. You know, Marshall, um, when we played Marshall and we lost in that heartbreaker, it, they did a really good job of confining the scoring, for the most part, to Davis. Um, and, and you'll see in a lot of our other wins, you know, we're able to spread that around a little bit. You mentioned Bracey being able to score coming on, uh, Grayson being able to score. So when we're able to spread that ball around, the Lady Eagles are really, really tough team to beat. You know, they're gritty. They stay in the game. They score in dynamic ways. And of course, you know, you've got a great coach there for the Lady Eagles. And so, I mean, they're going to be a tough team to beat and they're entertaining. So we definitely need to oh, get yeah. out there and go support them. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Good word right there. Chuck, any final thoughts on this one, on the Lady Eagles? No, just get out and uh, support the Lady Eagles. They're fighting hard for a, a, a championship win. And um, Do they play the conference tournament in Pensacola as well, or is it somewhere else? That would have been a good latent question. I'm looking it up right now. Dagnabbit. They play it in Pensacola, too. They play uh, February 28th is when that is when that gets started there, and it'll be the first week of March. Uh, that'll happen at the Pensacola Bay Center. Pensacola's the spot to be come tourney time for the Sun Belt. Yes. Um, what's that What's that hour drive? Is that what, about a two, three-hour drive from Hattiesburg? Yeah, it's two and a half hours. Uh, I just looked it up. It's 157 miles. So... Uh, not too bad. Two and a half hours or so. Not bad at all. Well, um, you know, we hadn't had a Chuck challenge in a while, so this is going to be my challenge to y'all, um, in the next couple of weeks. Southern Miss softball and baseball tickets are on sale for the season. And guys, I'm telling y'all what, um, you are not going to find a cheaper deal for uh, a season of softball tickets than you're going to find at Southern Miss. I mean, I think for chairbacks, I think the entire season's maybe $65, $75. Um, for like general admissions, maybe like $40 to $50. Uh, 
So go buy a season. I mean, I we waste that amount of money at Starbucks every week. Go buy a season ticket. If you can't make it to the game, give it to somebody that'll go. Drop it off at the Boys and Girls Club. Do something with them. Um, but definitely support these Lady Eagles um, as well. And I think, Lane, I think the Pete is almost sold out, man, which I think will be the first time ever. I think standing room only is the all that's yeah. left, right? Yeah, well, so, Chuck, I went to, I'm on the ticket website right now. Uh, for softball, general admission is $40 for season tickets. And reserved chairbacks is 55 So, yeah, you're spot on with that. That's a good good price there for yeah. for a bunch of games. Uh, and, yeah, baseball is pretty much right. sold out. We broke all kinds of records this offseason, and they pushed pretty much all general admissions out, standing room only out there on that concrete porch. Um, I do hope everybody mm-hmm. who bought those season tickets shows up because it would be amazing for every game to be packed like that. That's right. Um, and we got our, our baseball preview show coming up, so hang in there. We'll be talking about baseball very, very soon. We'll have to get Wade back for some baseball. That dude loves some baseball, don't you, Wade? For sure. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. I'll be there. Absolutely. Party on. Well, uh, we got some fun shows coming up. We're excited. Some great Where Are They Now is already lined up this season. Um, so be looking for, uh, some good shows and, uh, I'll give Wade a final, final shout out. Uh, anything you want to say to the listeners now, man? No, guys, I just appreciate you guys having me on, you know, trying to challenge for the King spot over the lane. Hopefully I did him. Did him proud. Yeah, Hopefully I think I you might fight for that throne. Today. <laughs> you won it before you even came <laughs> on. <laughs> That's right. The bar wasn't awesome. that high, but I think you cleared it easily. <laughs> Uh, Lane, I appreciate Lane, it, you got any final thoughts or final salutes or anything like that? It's a good time to be an Eagle. A lot of fun. Right now, what we it's got? A great going. day to be Eagle. That's right. Well, uh, thank you, Wade. Thank you, Lane. Uh, thank you, listeners. And thank you, Pate, for making us sound and look good. And we can't wait till we're back with you next week, chatting up some. Southern Miss basketball, maybe some baseball. We'll see what we'll see what the week holds. But uh, until then, we love y'all. Be safe. Make good choices. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Thank you for checking out the Everyday Eagles podcast. The podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Be sure to subscribe and follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and share this podcast with a fellow Golden Eagle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. To learn more about the podcast or to inquire about being a guest on the show, visit our website at edepodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles podcast. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. <laughs>